We have one more song. Yeah. You have another song? Yeah. One more song. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I'm messing you up. sounded awesome all right well guys uh roll on in um have a seat and we'll open up in prayer welcome kwamaju did i say it right kwamaju ah there we go all right all right let's pray father god I just thank you for these men. I thank you for the opportunity to learn uh, new things. I like to learn new words and a new language. 
Um, but Lord, most of all, I just thank you that your word is living and active. And Lord, I can learn something new every day. These men can learn from your word. Lord, guide us by your spirit. Open our hearts and minds to the truths here. Lord, the new facets that we can learn about you. You are an infinite God and we are finite people. So we can constantly be learning about you. Just guide us, bless us through this time, and uh, set us on a course to honor and glorify you today through what we learn in your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. I love, I love the, the singing. I, that, that was a new one for me. So that, 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 I guess it was the third song. You had kind of like two songs in the first part. Right? Thank you. The three songs. Acts chapter 7, verses 9 through 16. We're going to reiterate just a couple of verses that we talked about yesterday. And we're going to be talking about staying on target. I don't know if any of you guys, uh, any of you guys watch uh, the Star Wars movies. I, uh, that's a, it's a big thing in the, in the States. Star Wars came out back in way, 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 way back 20 plus years ago, 30 years ago, I think. Um, but it's, it's all about things that are happening in outer space and these, uh, Star Wars, uh, lots of planets, they travel all over the place. But one of the, the scenes in there, the final scenes of the first movie, they're trying to destroy this big spaceship and they have this very narrow little area that they got to fly through it'd be kind of like flying through our, our hallway in the hospital only it's a real long it's all the way around this kind of big planet type uh space station and you go down this narrow channel kind of a canyon and they're and uh people are shooting at these guys and they're trying to trying to blow the planet up because it's going to kill millions and millions of people. And so they're going through trying to fly this thing, and the pilots are having a tough time staying in that thing, and they're flying really fast. And uh, one of the captains just goes, stay on target, stay on target. And they're like, yeah, boom, 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 boom. Stay on target, stay on target. Yeah. <laughs> And the guy gets blown up, boom, goes flying out. And the guy says, no, stay on target, stay on target. And they get the bomb down into the little spot that they have to hit. So this is, this is what I think of when we are walking in this world. There are so many distractions. It can be so hard to stay on target. And so I want to talk about that. Stay on target. We're staying on target with the, the, the hospital. Uh, Daryl gets distracted or Daryl distracts you because I have uh, things I have to get done and I'm not getting them done. I have a bracket that I have to get done. It's sitting on my computer to be done today. But you guys are staying on target and I appreciate that. We will, uh, we will keep going. But let's read through Acts chapter 7, verses 9 through 16. <clears throat> and the patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Now there came a famine throughout all Egypt and Canaan, 
and great affliction, and our fathers could find no food. But when Joseph heard, excuse me, when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our, out our fathers on their first visit. And on the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. And Joseph sent and summoned Jacob, his father, and all his kindred, 75 persons in all. And Jacob went down into Egypt, and he died, he and our fathers. And they were carried back to Shechem and laid in the tomb that Abraham had bought for a sum of silver from the sons of Hamar in Shechem. So this is a, a, actually a long stretch of time that he covers in this. Joseph's, basically all of Joseph's life and then beyond. Uh, Joseph was 17 years old when his brothers beat him up and threw him in a well, then sold him as a slave to some passing trade tradesmen, right? Not a good thing. Not a good time. Not something I would vote for. I wouldn't want my brothers beating me up, throwing me in a well. And we have a well over here. I think it's, uh, you know, like 30-some feet deep. <laughs> Throw them in there, just leave them to die. And then they decided, rather than leave them die, we'll pull them out and sell him. We'll get something out of this thing. God used their things that were meant for evil for his purpose and his good. Joseph went through that, went through getting thrown down the well. When he came out and he was sold, he still had his eyes on the target of honoring and glorifying God. That's what I mean. You know, there's so many things that come into life that are distracting, that draw us away, get our eyes and mind to think of something else. We need to stay on target, stay on target of honoring God. Even if things don't look good, even if our circumstances don't play out well. If we can stay on target, we know, and this is part of the whole concept of faith, is that, that thing that you don't see, right? Faith is the evidence of those things unseen. Faith is the evidence of that. Joseph had that. When we go through hard times, we trust, we have faith that God is in control of this whole thing. God is in control. Don't allow circumstances to change your pursuit of God. Stay on target. God uses opposition as well as good things to accomplish his purposes in our lives, right? In our lives, but also in eternity. His big picture, he uses everything. The, the children of Israel, Joseph's brothers, their opposition to Joseph, Joseph had a vision. And they opposed that because they wanted it for themselves. They wanted the blessing and they didn't want him. So they were jealous, right? They were jealous. And that is sin. That is sin. When your brother is blessed, when someone here is blessed, and we say, oh man, I wish I had that phone. I wish I had that motorcycle. I wish I had that house. When we are jealous, we are losing sight of what God has given us. Right? We have lo lost sight of what we are supposed to be doing. Don't 
lose sight of that. Don't get caught up in the things of this world. Stay on target. Focus on honoring God in where he's put you. Remember yesterday I talked about you you have what's been given to you and stay focused on that, right? This is there's this is where we want to be. Israel's opposition to God's purposes in spite of which and by means of which God's purposes were accomplished. He accomplished his purpose through the sinful things that Joseph's brothers did. This is what God does. He uses those things that are meant for harm for his glory, his purposes, in our good. He grows us. He strengthened Joseph. Joseph got stronger through the trials that he went through. We don't see it that way. We don't see that, you know, going through trials is a good thing. But James tells us, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials. Joseph saw it that way. He kept his focus. He did not allow his circumstances to distract him. He stayed focused. He stayed on target. Acts chapter 7, verse 9. And the patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt. But God was with him. Even though he was sold as a slave by his own brothers, God was with him. God allowed that. God allows challenges in our life. God allows us to take on hard things, to go through hard things. In the last day, I, I heard some just some tough things happening. I, I have to share one that it just crushed me. This I mean, it just it makes me sick to my stomach. A young girl that we've been praying for, four years old, we took her to the hospital. I didn't. I just have been third party. I've been hearing about this, taking her to the hospital to get her operation so she could walk again. Four years old. Yesterday, night before last, her grandmother beat her to death. Four years old. Beat her to death. What can a four-year-old do to deserve that? How can someone be that selfish to take a, a helpless four-year-old who can't even walk and beat her to death? And God, you know, I, I've, I've gone through this multiple times over the years, working with kids, working with... I, I had one in, in Guatemala. I, I guess I won't go into all the... Just horrible things, horrible things. Just gut-wrenching things. And you, and you say, God, how does that work? How, does, how do you let this happen? And God spoke to me just... I don't know. God's voice didn't ring out or anything, but it just affirmed me. He said, I have seen a million times worse things throughout history. I have seen what sin is doing to those I created. Sin is destroying my creation, and that is why I sent you my son. Sin is destroying you. Please don't let sin control you. It will destroy you. God lays that out. He says, I am watching this throughout history. Horrible things happening because of sin, because of selfishness. So it's not easy. 
It's not easy, but we need to stay on target because we have an eternal promise that we can look at. This life is just a short little time. And in this life, we get to practice faith. We get to practice trusting that God has control, even when those horrible things happen, right? God gave promises through and to Joseph. He had visions. His brothers were human, and their selfishness overruled their the righteousness of God, right? The righteousness of God. God's spirit convicts that this is not right, and their selfishness overruled that. In Genesis chapter 37, verse 4, but when Joseph's brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. Now, you know what? I don't think it's wise to spoil a child, to raise that one child up above all the others. I don't think that's wise. And so I would say, you know what? Uh, Jacob made a mistake in that one. That would be my, my call. But that does not justify the sin that his brothers did of hating him. If someone gets something over and above you, should you hate them? That's not right, is it? But our self, our flesh does that to us. Guys, this is the battle every one of us here faces. Our flesh desires things and is willing to set aside the value of other people, humans, for that. Don't allow it. Stay on target. Be living out God's character in this world. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are things that will save lives, not destroy lives. Will lift others up, not tear them down. These are the things that we are called to do. That is staying on target. That is walking with God in a way that honors and glorifies Him and prepares you to step into eternity with rewards before you because you have honored and glorified God in this life. That is not your salvation, but that is to your glory, to God's glory. You can give the glory to God for the good things that you do, right? This is what we're called to do. Stay on target. Genesis 37, 8, just a little few verses later, his brothers said to him, Joseph had shared a dream with them that he... They would all bow down to him, and his mother and father would bow down to him. And guys, as you read the Old Testament, you will see that happened. God gave him that dream. So it wasn't that he was being prideful. It wasn't that he, he was just speaking the truth. This is what God showed me. But his brother's response was, Are you indeed to reign over us, or are you indeed to rule over us? So they hated him even more. They hated him even more. Their selfishness completely blinded them to truth and to what was right. Guys, we all deal with this. Our flesh will cause us to do things that are not good. I don't know what happened in that little girl's grandmother. What happened with the, those two? How she could be so blinded to do what she did. But that is... The, the result of sin. And that is why God hates sin. Because sin destroys us, our souls, our very beings. God hates sin because it destroys us. He loves us 
He hates the sin that is destroying us. And so that is why he has sent Christ. And he's given you an opportunity to walk in the truth of who he is and not submit to the sin, not submit to your desires. Remember, I spoke yesterday, be who God has created you to be. Be satisfied with where he's placed you. That is not easy. It's not always easy to be satisfied with where God places you. Philippians, Philippians, uh, Paul talks about that. 4, 11 through 13, not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I am to be content. Not that I am content, I am to be content. It is a goal, an objective. Our objective is to be content in the circumstances that God puts us in and then press on. I know how to be bought low. I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. We get our strength to face those hard times because we have faith in God, that God is in control. That's where we get our strength. We don't get our strength from winning I don't have to win every time to have strength and to pursue and can press on. I need to have faith in God and get my strength from Him, knowing that He is going to be the one that is going to take the whole process through. Don't allow circumstance to change your pursuit of God. Stay on target. Stay on target. Do what honors and glorifies God. Stay on target. Acts 7, 10, back in our passage, are, are the uh, Acts 7, 9 ended, but God was with him, Seven ten says, and rescued him out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Now we like that happy ending, right? Joseph, he persevered, he went through, and he won out, and he became ruler of the known world, second in command, in, the, in, in the, a kingdom that was ruling over all of the known world. That's a great spot to be, right? We don't want to be there. I'd want to be there. That's, that's, that's where comfort is, right? We have all that power. Was it easy? Joseph went through 13 years. 13 years. He got sold as a slave to his brothers. Was he king of all the known world at that point? No, he was the bottom of the pit. He was abused. He was physically abused by his brothers. That was not fun. He got sold, and then he was a slave to Potiphar. And then Potiphar's wife falsely accused him. And he didn't even get the chance to defend himself. Potiphar had him thrown into jail without any discussion. Oh, she accused him. Boom, you're in jail. And jail was not a fun place back then, right? It wasn't, it wasn't a comfortable place with a nice warm cot and three meals a day. It was a stone cave somewhere. No food. They, they, were, they were not trying to treat him nicely. They were punishing him, right? So it was not a nice place. But Joseph stayed on target. He did not dishonor God. Even in that, even though he was falsely accused, he did not honor, dishonor God. He did the very best he could. And guess what? The jailer said, 
this guy has integrity. This guy is a hard worker. I'm going to lift him up. I'm going to make him in charge of the jail. He stayed on target. He honored God and God lifted him up in that place because he was living out the character of God. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. He was all of those things in the jail, in tough circumstances. Stay on target. Do what God has called you to do. Then uh, his brothers sold him. He was in jail. He was betrayed. Some men came in to the jail. He helped them out. He told them what their dream was about. They had a dream. They were serving the king. And he told them, here's what your dream means. Hey, and by the way, when you go back to the king, remember me. I'm helping you out. Remember me. And what did those guys do? They forgot him. One guy got killed. One guy got raised back up to his position with the king. There he was standing next to the king. He was cupbearer to the king, standing next to the king every day. He had been brought back to that position through Joseph. Joseph had helped him do that. Did he remember Joseph? No, he forgot him. So Joseph was betrayed by that who he'd helped. But Joseph stayed on target. He kept his heart and mind focused on honoring God, regardless of the circumstances. Guys, regardless of your circumstances, stay on target. Stay focused on who God is. Joseph had 13 years to get through that. He did not allow his circumstances to change his pursuit of God. Acts, let's see... We, had, we went through all that. All, well, there's the, the rest of the passage, the story about Joseph, Acts 7, 11. Now there came a famine throughout all Egypt and Canaan and great affliction, and our fathers could find no food. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers on their first visit. And on the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. Joseph was approximately 39 years old at that point. So it had been 22 years since his brothers had sold him. 22 years. I mean, some of you guys aren't even 22 years old. I'm a little older than that. <laughs> but, you know, 22 years is a long time to wait, to get what you were hoping to get. Joseph stayed on target. He was faithful. God's perspective is the big picture. He is looking at all of eternity and he has created us with an opportunity to see the damage that sin does. And I've, I've experienced some of that just in the short time I've been here. I've been here but since February. So where are we in August? So that's what, six, seven months? Something like that, right? You guys have put up with me for about seven months, but I've seen some things that just hurt. I see some great things. I see some awesome things. But I have to keep my eyes and focus on the eternal things and not get proud about something that happens here or sad or distressed by things that happen here. I need to keep my eyes on the, on the eternal things. And I encourage you guys, keep your eyes on the eternal things. The drama that was Joseph's life, you know, we just kind of went through it in a very quick span. But that's really the reality of it is in eternity, it's just a blip. It's just a little short thing. It was tough to go through. It was tough to stay on target. 
but he did. But in in the perspective of eternity, that is a very short time. Our life is a very short time. Stay on target. Bottom line, we all live and die inside the parameters of God's purpose. He has this big picture, and we are just a little increment of it. But we can grow closer to Him, grow stronger in Him, represent Him, bring glory to God through how we live if we stay on target. Don't allow circumstances to change your pursuit of God. Don't allow circumstances to change how you approach things. Stay on target. Honor Him. Glorify Him. I'll end with this. Philippians 3, 12-14. I love this verse, this passage, I guess. Because it speaks so clearly of where I'm at. Not that I have already obtained this or am already made perfect. Guys, take this on. Hear this. Live this out. Not that you have already been made uh, perfect. You have already obtained perfection. But press on to make your salvation in Christ, your eternal life in Christ, your own. Press on. Because Christ has made you his own. He has opened the door. He has done everything for you. Just open the door and accept it, right? Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind, I have done things that are wrong. I am not perfect. But I can forget that. God has forgiven me. He has opened the door for me to live wholeheartedly for Him. And even as I do that, I'm going to make mistakes, but I'm going to press on. I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to stay on target. I'm going to get back up when I fall, and I'm going to stay on target. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Guys, press on. Stay on target. I'm going to close with that. Thank you. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, I thank you that you have given us this challenge, that you've called us to press on in our failings, Lord, in this world as we live and we see the consequence of sin in our lives and in the lives of others. We know that that is not the end, that the end is eternity, that we can press on and that you will draw us out of this life and into eternity as we trust in you. Just open our hearts and minds to trust you wholly, to live out fully that which you've called us to live. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys.